Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Maximum Octane. I am your ringleader, Kim Hickey. And joining me today are two wonderful guests that you are just going to love. I adore them and have had the pleasure of knowing them for several, several years now. We won't give away how many years and... uh, We'll show our ages a little there. We'll just pretend (laughs) (laughs) we met yesterday. Uh, But that is uh, Mr. Lee and Miss Kelly Weatherby. And the reason that they are joining me today is not only are they very successful business owners and really learning and making that transition and becoming the CEOs that they were meant to be, they also are a married couple that own and operate a business together. And so many of you out there are in relationships, whether it's siblings, whether it's romantic, whether it used to be romantic, (laughs) uh, whatever it is, you know, parents and children, all all kinds of relationships. And it's very taxing when you're together 24 seven on any relationship and trying to keep the business separate from a marriage where, you know, significant relationship is very difficult. So thank you both so much for joining me today. How are you? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Kim. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So I really appreciate from the bottom of my heart, and I know our listeners will as well, that you're willing to come on and talk about things and talk about the truth because there are so many people out there that work together and they're like, oh no, we have these boundaries and you know everything's perfect. We talk about work from eight to five. And then after five o'clock, we don't talk about work and it never affects us and, <laughs> and all of that. And I, I, from personal experience and also just life in general, it's like, there's no way if you really make me mad at night, I'm not coming in in the morning and being like, hello, how are you? Everything's wonderful. <laughs> you know, um, and, and I'll tell you this, it, it, that's good in practicality, you know what I mean, to to try to set up some boundaries. It's it's really not, you know, a, a bad thing. However, just like all boundaries, they get stretched from time to time. And in the real world, um, <laughs> there, there are times when you have to do the uncomfortable. And you might as well get comfortable being uncomfortable if you're going to, you know, operate a business and really enjoy, you know, the passion of, of being married and, and everything else. Because... You know, sometimes things have to be said that you may not want to necessarily say, but then you better remember the other times when you get to say the things that you really want to say and how exciting it is, you know what I mean, to be able to share because, you know, there or is not to forget to say the things that are positive and not just constantly put out the negative feelings that you're experiencing during the day of frustration. 
And you, you said it first and it's a balance. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to, it's not a tight rope. That's, that's a, I hate that. You know what I mean? Analysis. It is, it's a balance where you have to really take in the whole of what you're trying to accomplish and your personal life has to be reflective of what's going on in your business and your business life. You know what I mean? It will, will take on its own perception. You know what I mean? And sometimes bleed over, right? So they do bleed. When we first (laughs) opened our... Oh, it, yes, they, they bleed. Oh, they they bleed. Bleed. <laughs> oh, yes, they do. <laughs> Those wounds can be blood, long sweat, and tears. <laughs> they bleed. <laughs> Sometimes it's a triage situation, but um, <laughs> you know, when Lee and I first started the business, we had little ones, and um, so I was. We oh, sort that's of said, even another piece yes, to the dynamic. Yes, and so we, you know, we sort of set these boundaries that we thought we'd be able to adhere to, which was. Basically, I was, you know, Lee worked very long hours because we were establishing and growing our business. And so I was the boss at home. And when I came into the shop, he was the boss of the shop. And that went along, you know, pretty well well. (laughs) for a while until, of course, then, you know, what happens? Our kids grow up and they go off to have their own lives. And then I'm expected to be at the office more and more and more. Because I was, you know, I established I'm a mom first. So, of course, I would take off during the day and and do my mom thing at the, you know, kids classrooms or on the field trips and those kinds of things. And you can bet I got the daggers look at me like Lee's having a wild day and I'm leaving to go off to a field trip. You know, like that was (laughs) I was escaping the hard going to the easy and that was, I'm sure, the way he looked at it. Right. So let me inject something there. mm -hmm. It, it, there, there, there is. Ellie's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I am not going to disagree because there is some truth to that. At the, at the same time, now in reflection, I look back and there's nothing more important than what you know what I mean. Kelly was doing as far as being able to take care of the children and making sure that their needs were met. And you don't think about that um, necessarily when you're young and and when you're you know really trying to build your business. You're, and you're, you're in the fight of the day. Like, you know, it's just not good to see your spouse go, you know, leave you in the hunt of the fight, you know? So there it was, I went off to do my thing. And, and when I came into the office, Lee, you know, would have uh, tasks for me and that kind of thing. And I didn't know anything other than just being around cars. I didn't know, you know, the workings of a car. I'm not mechanically inclined, you know, all I knew is I could answer the phone and we were probably too cheap and we didn't have any money to hire someone to answer the phones and do the banking and do the payroll and those things. So those are the tasks that I took off of his plate. So I did my very best to take those, uh, you know, to help some of the noise go away if we want to use the term like that, you know. And so that was what would happen. Basically, I would go in and he would be the boss at work and then he would come home and I would have things handled there. So it worked along the way just great. Anyway, the kids grew up and now we're together (laughs) more hours than we were before. And we know, Kelly, not to interrupt, but there's there's a few things that you both mentioned. And I wanted before we get too much further down there and make sure everybody heard. Lee, you mentioned about when we look at sort of the negative things or talking about negative things that we forget to stop and and say the positive things. And and I think, you know, express gratitude and and all of that. And then, Kelly, you you mentioned a little bit, you know, in there about don't forget about the good things, too, not the bad things. And there's a tendency with couples to any and any family or whatever to kind of bang on the person or vent on the person that you love the most because That's you right. assume they're going to understand because 
you know, they're your sounding board. And that's very taxing to be on the other end of that when you are that, that person that gets vented to, right? I mean, there's, there's a lot of dynamics for that, for sure. But so I just wanted to interject that a little bit. I'm sorry. I didn't want to. No, that's that's fine. That's kind of like, that's kind of a counseling session all in a tone, isn't it? (laughs) And, and, you know, speaking of, we've had several counseling sessions on just that because we don't remember to voice our gratitude enough. And it does take more voicing in the gratitude for how they're helping you live life. Then, so say, you know, when you're getting this negative, it takes probably twice as much positive to maybe negate some of that negative, right? Just because that's the way we're built. We want to be, we want to be buoyed up. We need to be buoyed up. Well, and the other thing is when you're doing things that are not always recognizable. So let's let's talk about that. One of the partners can be doing something that is tremendously valuable to the business, to the family, yes. to life. And the other may be completely in the dark as to what is happening or what is going on. And so they really don't have an appreciation And it's not because they're not grateful. It's because they're not in the know. So communication is is vital. You know what I mean? That you make sure that you're communicating the things that you're doing. And don't let that come, you know, to a head before you start communicating kind of along the way. And it really makes it easy to look and see what things are going on. And then all of a sudden be grateful for that. It really is. We're starting now to to practice some things where blameless problem solving. You know what I mean? It's where we're, we're looking at one another and there's a problem. You know what I mean? But instead of it's your problem or my problem or their problem or his problem, what are we going to do about it? And, yeah. and I will tell you what. Looking more for the solution instead of uh, hammering the problem out, you know, or just constantly speaking about the problem. It's more, we have a situation that could be better. And how are we going to solve that issue? And, and yeah. You both mentioned having tough conversations. And I, I think the oh. interesting dynamic to this is in conventional partnerships. And I, I mean, like, you know, two people that buy a business together, they invest money together. They don't have to be in an, in a romantic relationship. Right. But just in the, in the, in the business world, uh-huh. they, they set up boundaries and they set up duties and they set up things and there isn't any problem where there shouldn't be because it's all lined out. This person in the business is going to handle these things. This person in the business is going to handle these things. You make the final decision on this piece. I make the final decision on that piece. These things we discuss together and they have meetings and they talk about what's going well, what's not, you know, they have corporate meetings, they have minutes, they have things where they have these tough conversations. But yet when we do it with personal relationships involved in the business, we don't treat it the same way. And it makes the lines blur so much because then it does become of both not only just the business relationship, but the personal one too. And, right. you know, when you, when you think about any business, there's always a person there is like, Oh man, that person's job so much easier. I wish I could <laughs> have their hours. I wish I could do that. Or, Oh, it must be nice. They go to lunch every day or whatever it is. And so when you take that, the normal business kind of resentments, misunderstandings of somebody else's duties and responsibilities, and then you mix that with personal feelings, Holy cow. I mean, talk about a powder keg. <laughs> it's yeah. ready to go. About, you know, I mean, to blow. Yeah. And, and here's what I would tell you in, in business, that's called an organizational chart. Yeah. You know Thank, I mean? Thankfully, we we had a wonderful experience a couple of years ago. About the same time we were really looking into, okay, 
you know, we are getting towards the end of our career. We really are going to be together. And how's the next 35 years going to be? You know, we've been married 36. (laughs) And how's that next 35 years going to be when I cannot even like fathom that? Like I, I am not even wanting, you know, just to look your way, I want to peel your face off. Well, you're kind of did to, are together in dog years, right? Because for every year you're together as a couple, you're I together mean, as a business partnership too. So that's like two for I one, mean, right? So you're really, really together is. like 60 years. You it just really didn't... is. And man, it feels like it some days, but other uh-huh. days it's like, wow. I mean, look where we got, you know, we're, look where we're at. This is, you know, this is something that we built and we can be really proud of it. And we, those organ, let's go back to the organization chart because that has been such a huge piece in our business. And it's just a huge, huge piece. I cannot say huge, like boom, you know, banner size, huge, because for me, at least I was for the first time looked at and said, what do you want? What do you want to do? That hardly ever happens in a business where I'm, you know, say the minority, I'm a co-owner, but I'm also not, I I just feel like I'm prior to this organization chart situation, I felt like a minority in my own place. Right. So that felt a little bit weird. Anyway, I got asked, what do I want to do? I want to do the marketing. I can measure my success in moving the needle forward in our business by being involved in the marketing. What I don't want to do anymore, I, we were very lucky that we were able to, you know, slough that off to somebody who is happy to do it and really good at it, really way better than I ever was at the banking and the forecasting and the budgeting and all that jazz. So that was a huge piece for us. And that allowed me to just feel really empowered. That's the best word I can think of. I felt very empowered in my new role. And, and the, the, the beauty of it, uh, really the byproduct of it is it makes the hard conversations a little bit easier. And, and when I say that, it, it's now we have a defined role. You know, the, the thing why the lines get blurred so often is because of the blurriness of the role. What is it that you're really doing? Yeah. You know, how many how many tasks are you trying to perform? Which ones are you really responsible for? Who's really responsible for HR and who's really responsible for the banking and who's responsible for, you know what I mean, the production and who's responsible? And the reality of it is when you when you have that all charted out, when you have people that are accountable and then you do the beautiful thing and you hold them accountable. And accountability is not a bad word. I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression. Accountability means you get to encourage and love and teach and mentor and and help somebody become really efficient at what their role is. That's what accountability is. Um, Because it it does put a light on the place where they're not maybe where they need help, you know, where you can help train them and give them tools so that they can reach those goals that you've set together. I've literally walked into meetings before and said, you know, what, what did you do stupid today? You know what I mean? No, I I mean, you know what? Yikes. And and, and guess what? And then I got to share first of of what I did and and, you'd be surprised. Uh, You really would. I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but that's a way. Well, I can see what, what made it so much easier on your marriage, Lee, if you would come home and ask Kelly, what did you do stupid today? I I can see, I can see a little bit of a theme here. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this is no. going sh- to shine a huge light for people. <laughs> okay. Huge light right there. Anyway. Well, the, the, truth, and- the truth of the matter is people will respond when you're open. And instead of, 
you know, pointing a finger and or always grinding down. That's what we, we've mm-hmm. got to really guard against is that we're not, you know, look, the, the fact of the matter is Kelly and I, we, we've come to the conclusion that we actually love each other. <laughs> we, we, we enjoy being together. So after 30 something years, you figured out you might like each other a little. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, okay, there, awesome. there was a, there was a little gray area in there. <laughs> <laughs> a few years of gray area and we're really, really working our way back. And, um, it was uh, about a year and well, January will be a year. So congratulations. We're coming up on our one year anniversary of counseling. Yeah. And up until that point in time, we were really um, muddling our way through. I want to say that the counseling is another really great piece that we invested in our relationship and our guys at the shopper are also benefiting because we are learning how to communicate there and at home and with them and the people around us. So it's benefiting our life in just a huge way. But getting back to a little bit of the, um, because when Lee was talking about knowing or how lines get blurred, and maybe you can think back on when you were married with, or, you know, with little children, if you're raising little kids and the, and you have a husband and a, a mom and a dad in the, in the unit, if you're a single mom, you're doing it all on your own and you're just taking that huge, big heap. But if you're, I, in, I think a lot of people feel like a single parent anyway, even yeah. when they are in a relationship, especially when there's a business involved, you know, yes. usually it's not one parent that, you know, it's not a 50, 50 split on all the parental That's duties. Exactly it's where, one yep. parent That's sort exactly of where gets going. that job, so to speak. And, you know, right. but, and I can say that, you know, I think people would be lying if they, said that they didn't feel resentful at some point in time in their relationship. Like I'm doing all the work. I'm doing the more part of the work. And I think that's what Lee was saying in our coming to this place in our life now and the counseling that we've had and the life we've lived and, and the growing and the learning, we can say it's never going to be 50, 50. (laughs) It's not set up to be 50, 50. Well, the beautiful thing is it also comes to a realization of this, that a long time ago, we had to really figure out, you know what I mean? There's about 80% of things that I just absolutely adore about Kelly. And there's 20% that just absolutely drive you crazy. You know what I mean? And, and, but that's You're going with the 80-20 rule, really? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because the truth of the matter is, I it, don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just that you have to really highlight, you know, those 80%, those, those things that they, they, they do that, that, seems so, so easy, so uh, recognizable, so, you know, uh, just unassuming. I mean, they just occur, you know, we're, we're, we're less appreciative of those because they're the expectation, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden we see that 20% rise up every now and then. Um, and it does. And we're just like, so over-focused on that. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's really disproportionate because we're like, wow, well, you know, this occurred or you did that. And the thing of it is, is that's where you have to look at that and go, okay, you know what, that did this. And I, the one thing that, that we've really become really better at is now we don't beat a dead horse. You know, we don't have oh, to look at, at all of the, the things. That we've heard <laughs> Kelly's of like, can I get an amen? Yeah. yeah. Amen. <laughs> Double amen on that brother. Well, <laughs> is, you, you, you don't gotta, you don't gotta hash over things and beat them and beat them and beat them until, yeah. you know what I mean? Because the reality of it is it, it goes back to that blameless problem solving and you know what? And, the reality of it is nobody is going to do this alone. 
that's the one thing that I guess the, the real message that I would hope people would get is, you know, you, you have tons of people around you, you know, your business partners, your team, your crew, yeah. um, your, if you happen to be lucky enough to be in a 20 group, your 20 group members, um, your coach, if you do go outside for counseling and, and the smartest thing you can do is be humble enough to listen, you know, just, just take in what, what these folks are trying to help express to you and, and then give it a try. You know, that's the one thing that I will tell you um, has been probably our biggest growth area is that we've both been really willing to try new things. You know what I mean? Getting out of what we call the rut or the comfort zone. Our, you know what I mean? our children refer to it as the power struggle. Yeah. You know, Lee and I are both really, we're both very strong-willed. <laughs> and uh, our kids refer to it literally as the power struggle. And now that they're adults and they're in relationships and marriages and having families, they're realizing, okay, you know, maybe what we saw as <laughs> things that drove us completely crazy, now they're happening to them. And they're like, oh, wow, this is for real, you know, and how do I, I hope they, they have told us that they're drawing on those things and realizing that you can work through those situations and they, you can get to the other side and it really turns into be just a little blip in your, in your line, you know, a little time when you're not seeing eye to eye and you can get through that and work through it. And the sweetest thing I think that happened to me in the last year, I'm going to share, and if I can get through it without getting teary, but you know, Lee and I were really in a dark place and the kids knew that we were seeking counseling because, you know, it had gotten bad. Right. I mean, it, it gotten really bad. And um, I mean, bad in the way that we couldn't work through it, it uh, like we had, like we weren't able to draw on those tools that we had in our tool chest. OK, so we needed new tools. We needed to upgrade. You know, we went to the snap on tool truck and got it, you know, <laughs> the new the new and greatest. And uh, we feel like we did. We, we feel like we hit the jackpot with the counselor that we could both relate to and and could see us through. And, you know, so we were very much. Um, expressing our experiences with our children. And um, my son calls me on his way to work because he has about a 20 minute drive. So he calls a couple, day, couple days a week. So he doesn't take any time away from his kids. And he said, you know, mom, I just want to let you know that Lex and I are really, we're, we're rooting for you. Uh, is that the sweetest thing? I'm that like, is amazing. Oh, my gosh, it makes me teary every time I think about it. Because they can see, I mean, we've been through all of this. I mean, wouldn't it be a tragedy if we gave up now? <laughs> we've run, we've got through all of this. And so I'm just saying to the people that would, you know, might listen to our podcast and think I'm really at the end of the rope. There are ways to, to gain new tools to get through the dark time. And thank you for sharing that, Kelly. I'm like a little misty eyed here myself. Yeah, it's a really great experience. Well, the, the, the thing that I want to make sure that everybody realizes too, is we talked, you know, <laughs> jokingly about bleeding, you know, your family life will bleed into your business life if you if you let it. And, you know, the thing of it is, there's certain things that you think that you're doing a good job at covering it up or hiding it. <laughs> yeah, no. Trust, trust me, you're you're not. No. Um, because the, the reality <laughs> of it is, these are people, okay, your crew and your team, you know, that's your family. That's an extension of your family. At least that's the way we look at it. We've always treated it like that. They know what our core values are. They understand them, they honor them, and they live them because they're their core values as well. Well, the key to it is when you're disconnected at the top, trust oh, me, that'll, that'll bleed into your, your business if you allow it. And the beautiful thing is 
the one thing that we have learned is that, you know what, the tough conversations have to occur before you allow, you know what I mean, for that bleeding to occur. And, and the beautiful thing is, where are we going to go? What do we want? You know, Kelly said something that is really, really absolutely the truth. And that is, wouldn't it be a shame, you know, if we gave up now? Well, one of our core values is never give up. Yeah, we don't have it in us to give up. That's why we were just battling it out. And it was just, I mean, it was just, it was not pretty. I, I don't know what other word to put on it. It just wasn't pretty. And our guys could tell, I mean, we're not only are Lee and I both very headstrong, but we're, we wear our emotion on our sleeve and we're very open book. You know, if we're, if we have gained something in this life that propels us to, you know, something successful, we are more than willing to help person that might be going through the same thing. And we've always been that way. So I think that your team really is rooting for you to be successful. They want stability. Like, you know, just like your kids want stability. That's why you have discipline and and boundaries is it helps your children feel loved. And that's exactly what happens in your team. And so Lee and I really had to, you know, one of in January, we always have a kickoff meeting. And in, you know, last January we were you know, in a bad spot. And so we had to, we express that to them. We're working, we're working really hard and we have these great uh, visions and we want you guys to be on deck with those and let's get going. You know, we took a very dark time in our life and made it be a really very positive, positive moving forward. We're working in the trenches with you. We're working in the trenches together. I mean, we, it was like a rah, rah. It just felt so good. Like to be, ready to go and energetic and positive and grateful. You, you, you know, you said something, you said something before we actually came on, on air, I think that um, is important. And that is that not everybody is always kind or loving or yeah. willing to express emotion or, or share. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, and, and that's very real too. That's, that's the world that we live in, but I will tell you this, and my belief is simple and that is there's way more good than bad, you know, around you. And it is really a and, product. And in your, and in your spouse and your family and absolutely. the people that you love. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If and, you're really looking for it, there's way more, way more, Way more positive. But that's yeah. a choice, right? I mean, yeah, we, every day we choose to look yep. at the negative in life, the negative in things. You know, Lee, you had mentioned, I think, even before we came on about, you know, stopping and smelling the roses and, and how we get so caught up in things that we don't look at the beauty and the wonder of the things right in front of us, right? We don't appreciate right. it. I, I heard when, uh, even when you're in tough times in your business, there's there's really great things happening underneath and they're they're just screaming to get out to to make things and get you to the next level and to that end with what with what kelly's talking about i I hope that people will take from this the fact that there's not most of the things that we get to do or have to do however you perceive it they're not major overhauls they're little adjustments adjustments. you know what i mean they're they're little tweaks here and there they're little you know attaboys they're little you know pats on the hiney and they're little you know what i mean hey i recognize you for doing this and i'm grateful you know they're they're just they're not major major overhauls where you got to change everything i mean what you're doing generally if 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 you have any level of success and that means you got your doors open you're doing <laughs> fine you know what i mean but i mean the thing of it is is if you want to become better 
you have to understand that change is part of the game and change is hard even when you want to do it. Change is hard even when you want to do it. But you know what? That's a, that's, great, what that's I, a great point. That's what I said before. You, you, you better get comfortable being uncomfortable because <laughs> change is uncomfortable. It's, it's also exhilarating and exciting and yeah. new and fascinating and fun. And I mean, it is what you make it, Kim. It's like you said, it's a choice. But the other thing is, don't, don't ever try to deceive those who are around you. You know what I mean? If, if you're not having a good day, don't go into the office that day. I mean it. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't take your negative energy to a place that it can create more damage. That's the one thing I will tell you. Kelly and I learned that. You know what I mean? If we couldn't be good together, you know, at home, we certainly didn't want to be together at work. You know what I mean? We decided that it's probably better that we didn't share that energy with the rest of the team. I love that you said that because we've all worked with people in our previous lives and sometimes even now customers or anything else that they're just negative and, or, you know, two employees, you know, to your internal customers don't get along and the friction is just like, you can feel it and it's all the time. And, and somehow, you know, we'll, we'll take the time to talk to our internal customers and say, you can't have that vibe here. And, you know, we don't do that here and you need to figure out a way to get along. And then sometimes as business owners and in relationships ourselves, yes, we're we're like doing it. And I mean, can you imagine like the cloud that is hanging over the entire shop when, when you think about even when it's just two people in there, but when it's kind of, you know, the, the parents of the business doing it, Right. Holy cow, that that trickles down to everything. So again, and you know, you know to, when those customers, you know, your customers are walking through the door, they can just feel that. Oh, ugh, yeah. You know, that yuck is getting on them and they don't want to stick around there. Uh, you know, why would you? Why would Who you the heck would want to? Another no. thing that's so fascinating to me is we we are very good. I think most of us as leaders and CEOs and, you know, business owners and all of, of making sure that our internal customers all treat each other with respect. Yeah. And kindness and empathy. But then when we're in a relationship in, involved in the business, you know, we're yeah. like, don't you talk to me like, oh, oh, that's nice. You're doing that, you know, and it's like, holy cow. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge piece. And when you have a husband and a wife running in the uh, front office and they are uh, exposed to customer, well, just exposed, right? You're just in the, you're in the kitchen. Because everything speaks. Yeah, everything, everything speaks. speaks. And Lee, you know, I'm speaking to him like I wouldn't even speak to my dog when, or, you know, my worst <laughs> enemy. And I'm looking at him or, you know, vice versa. However, that works. I mean, we've both been guilty. And right. the guys are looking at each other like, whoa. And you would never kitchen. tolerate them speaking to each no, other like no, that. No, right. So it's that's a huge piece. Huge piece. I had a, I had a, this was comical, but one of my friends was in the office one day and he goes, that looked a little passive aggressive to me. <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> I started laughing. I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, he goes, um, just, just, it, just, it just sounded nice. He goes, he goes, he goes, I just, I just want you to know you might want to change that behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and I looked wow. at him and I said, I, was I, that I, a wake up call for you, Lee, or were you not ready to hear that yet? No, it was a total wake up call because it was it was very, very. I mean, I've known this guy for 30 years. You know what I mean? He's a very, very good friend of mine. And he said to me, he said, you know what? He goes, I know you. I know you're better than that. And yeah. and he says, wow, I that's right to the gut, huh? That, yeah. that was a yeah. gut punch. Yeah. And uh, 
it, it was a... Uh, well, it led to an immediate apology. It was know? a game changer. It did. You know? it, it led to an immediate apology. And, and it was like, you know what? Hey, look, I was out of line here. I didn't, I didn't realize because, you know, the other thing is, and sometimes you don't know, but your words can cut just like a sword. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And you have to really, really be uh, cautious. Words matter. Just like you said, everything speaks, right? Well, when you say something, you better make sure it's what you want to say because you don't really ever have an opportunity to take it back. You know what I mean? Wow, and and if you used right. a well-positioned word to have a meaning that really is two-sided, um, trust me, that's never going to go well. Hold on to that one. You know what I mean? But the key to it is it, it really does come in the heat of the moment. And we all know what that is. You know what I mean? You have to really call on all your tools to start looking what is the things that I love the most about this person? You know, before you address them, what are the things that I love the most about this person? You know, and then, like I say, if, if you don't have something kind to say, don't say it. I know that's an old adage, but the truth of the matter is, if you don't have something kind to say in that moment, don't say it. Nod. Are you, are you thinking? Yep, I'm thinking. And it's okay. Give me a moment. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm coming up Am with I something. Am I thinking or I'm stewing? You uh, know, yes. every day that you just mentioned the old adage, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. You know, I remember hearing that for years growing up and the, the, the and repeating it to my children. You know, all the things we swore we heard growing up that were like, I'm never saying that to my kids, you know, and then we're saying it. But I, I'm starting the older I get and the uh, smarter <laughs> Sometimes I think I'm getting almost everything in life I find goes back to like what you learned in kindergarten or preschool, you know, (laughs) be kind to others, you know, think before you act. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated. It's like, holy cow. All these years of business training and leadership and mentor <laughs> it still goes back to the things you counseling heard. and coaching yeah. and training. Right. And it's like, be what you were taught in kindergarten, you know, <laughs> Just use your tools. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for the way we speak to each other and just, you just don't know what people are going through, you know, whether it's the customer at the counter or your, your uh, internal customer that has come in from, you know, a night before, you just don't know what people are going through and they don't, let's just cut each other some slack. Let's be kinder to each other. I mean, that's really, you know, a big lesson that Lee and I've learned each about, you know, this last year is let's just cut each each other some slack and be kinder and choose our words more graciously. Take the high road a little bit, not take just the high, assume. Take the they, high road. It's hard, especially when you have 36 years of water under the bridge. I mean, it's really hard. And I, you know, a lot harder to do than it is for me to say in this time of us being together, but it's worthwhile. It's well, really remember, worthwhile. we're going to count that as 72 years because you work <laughs> together and live together, right? So, so really it's double, it's double the time. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And well, you're looking uh, good for 72. I know. <laughs> uh, so just let's not beat each other up so much. You know, let's try not to beat each other up as much as maybe you're doing currently. Maybe well, that's, I, I, I love that the both of you shared this and that you're brave enough to to speak the truth because we just spend so much time in this superficial world we're living in with the photoshopping and the yep. botoxing and the with all of 
the things that everybody does to look different than what they are, you know, really it, it takes a lot of courage and, and guts to come on and talk about, Hey, we're not perfect. Our marriage wasn't perfect all the time nope. and we have to work <laughs> at it and to give people hope because you see all of these things on Facebook and, Oh my gosh, the Christmas newsletters and people all living these perfect lives and, gingerbread fairies and you know it's just like i get these christmas newsletters sometimes and i'm like holy cow well they have a way more perfect life than i do you know because this is not you know and and, but that's not real life and and i think there's a lot of pressure on people to live up to fake profiles fake Mm -hmm. christmas letters or whatever holidays people you know pictures on instagram yeah life is messy it is but it, it can be messy in a most beautiful way it is, so, you it know, is. the the best part about it is, and, and this is where you're going to find the most comfort and joy, it, be who you are. You know what I mean? Be who you are at your core. Oh, man. Because the, the truth of the matter is go after what you want. I, I believe in that. Go after what you want and, and and be unceasing in it. Don't don't give up because, you know, you have a few little hardships. Everything that's worthwhile is going to take some work. And, and that's been proven over and over again to me in my life is that, you know, the things that matter the most are the things that, man, I'll, 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 let me get in there and, and go with it. You know what I mean? I don't care what obstacles I have to face or overcome. I'm not concerned with that. You know what I mean? What I'm concerned with is let's figure out what it is that we want and then let's go after it. You know what I mean? And you know what? I understand there's going to be obstacles along the way. And you know what? I'll figure out how to get the tools that I need to get to where I need to go, you know, as I'm going going um on the way because i'm not going to necessarily you're not always going to figure it out before you start the journey and it doesn't it doesn't always look pretty it's not wrapped in a pretty package it's it's messy and it's not pretty but it's worth it it's worth fighting for it's worth working for it's worth reaching new goals and having new insights and and growing and developing and being together. And, you know, I mean, our life is going to be longer if we stay together. Yeah. You know, I want a long life. I mean, I want a really great long life. I don't want just a long life. I want a great long life. I want to be happy in my life and be authentic and be be open to relationships and sharing what I know about people and, and myself. Well, and the other thing is, like you said before, we've got the anchors always fall back on what your anchors are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, I think it's important to establish, you know, a few really solid anchors so that when it does get messy and hard, you can pull on those and they will keep you in the right direction. Yeah. Cause a lot of people just let life happen to them. I mean, we talked about, you know, giving up some habits and, and what habits have we chosen to give up? And I, I had written down mine in that, I'm done letting the day have a, have its way with me. I'm really done with that. I used to go in and just let the day have its way with me. And then I would come home and go, what did I accomplish? I didn't have any established list of things to do. I didn't have any expectations. And now I try and set a few expectations that I know I can reach and a few others that I, you know, that are a little bit more lofty. And if I don't hit them all, who cares? Look at you, Kelly, doing your homework for the podcast. And you knew I, I was going to ask you what's an unproductive habit you had that you got rid of to make more That's productive. It. That's Look it. That. What about you, Lee? What's an unproductive habit that you had that you've changed to a more productive one? I will tell you, this was uh, this this came about because of a good friend of mine in my 20 group who confided in me that 
Lee, you are you are just a, a relentless note taker, and I am a relentless note taker. I'm I'm always taking notes and reflecting on them, and then I make lists that are about you know thirty or forty things long. And he, he looks at me, and goes, "I don't even know how you do that." He goes, he goes. The reality of it is, it's not even healthy, you know. And so, no, it isn't because you know what? I'm always I'm always on the push, you know. I'm, I'm always on the edge of of you know happiness or pain, happiness or pain. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow. So he goes, do me a favor, break it down into your five most important things that you want to accomplish every day. And these are not all work related. These are not work all work related. Maybe one makes the work-related list, but the five most important tasks that you want to accomplish during that day, and then take charge. And you know what? Grade yourself every day. And I'll tell you what, I it's since been I, hel- it's been helpful. Oh man, since Boy. I've been since I've been doing that, my productivity's gone up probably two hundred percent. My <laughs> my ability to relax and enjoy and be in the moment has you know my capacity for being able to really really grow and learn and listen has just multiplied the, um, the listening has been amazing uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never... Lee, Lee is so busy in the doing that he has a hard time in the listening yeah. and the listening has grown exponentially yeah. do less talking and more listening I, I, <laughs> as you as you anybody that out there and uh, I hear a hard I hear a tough conversation coming on don't <laughs> <laughs> no, Lee, Lee is, uh, he has heard that it is, uh, it's time to do a little less talking and a lot more listening just in general, not just with me, but with our people and with our customers and internally and externally, um, you know, the people in our, in our sphere of, uh, friends, if you have spent any time with Lee, he, he, he's a talker and he's he, very what? passionate. He's very passionate. He, I say all the time. I picked a really good workhorse. I picked in the field of workhorses, the <laughs> strongest workhorse. No one would outwork my husband. I would be very confident putting him up against anyone who says they're a really hard worker. Uh, now, see, Lee, this is where you say thank you. Are you sure you went to counseling? Yeah. This is where you say thanks, babe. <laughs> I was kissing her neck. Uh, so you couldn't got, see that. <laughs> he's got a smile on his face, at least. Yeah. Thank you, babe. That's oh, yeah. very nice. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining with Dr. Kim oh, today. <laughs> I know, it's true. We had a little session. That's Thank you for having us. And oh, really I love this. Us that openness with uh, people. Yeah, I love it. And I, I just, you know, I, I would be doing a disservice and we all would be if we're not talking about real things and truthful mm-hmm. things. And there's many, many wonderful classes and podcasts and other things on just strictly business and, yep. and that. But I, I think that, you know, we're, we're more than just business people. Uh, we're more than just mentors and leaders. And, you know, where, where do we go to when, when we need help or we need support? And so I, I, I just love, obviously I adore the two of you and I love that you're choosing every day to, to make this go forward and, and have many, many, many years together. But I, I also love that, you understood that you needed to get tools and you needed to go outside and, and you didn't throw in the towel, you know, on, on anything without absolutely exhausting all of your resources. And I think in today's world, many, many instances, whether it's a relationship or business or anything else, something new we're trying or a, you know, meditation thing or anything, we, we throw in the towel too soon and we don't exhaust our resources. So 
I believe I, that's true. I, I, I just love there. that you did that too. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, the both Thanks, of you Steve. from the bottom of my heart uh, for, for sharing and being so honest. And uh, I can't wait to have you back on again and talk about some branding because you guys are doing some pretty amazing things. So thank you everybody for joining us today. Stay safe, make good choices and stay inspired and see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.